I love the smell of polyurethane in the morning. All was quiet on the western front. Lawn. <laughs> Got anything, Ken? I think I'm going to hurl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, sanctuary! Sanctuary! Uh, <clears throat> they're just toys. There will be no mercy. That's what I should have gone with. <laughs> That's what you should have Dang went with. Dang it. Hello, I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. <laughs> Standard issue is insufficient. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's Archer. That's Ken. I'm Tyler. We're the poster men. We are. Fall in! <laughs> um, we're following my nostalgia tour with small soldiers. Ken plots up his cast list before I go into a story. When missile technology is used to enhance toy action figures, as opposed to, I don't know what other kind of action figures there would be, uh, the toys soon begin... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's now probably spam. Oh, got got to hate a person. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Hi, this is Emma Martin following up on your application for loan forgiveness. It looks like your student loans were flagged eligible for the forgiveness. Yeah. On a positive note, that's not true because <laughs> they're all paid off. <laughs> got to love a spam phone call. Uh, that's getting cut out. <laughs> where we where we go? Let's just. I'll cut this out. Just okay. go. Just go. Just start from the reading of the plot synopsis. Plot synopsis again. When missile technology is used to enhance toy action figures, the toys soon begin to take their battle programming too seriously. I don't like that. I don't either. Plot synopsis. Uh. David Cross as Irwin Wayfair. This is the cast list, not the plot synopsis. But go on. <laughs> Jay Moore as Larry Benson. Alexandra Wilson as Miss Keagle. Dennis Leary as Gil Mars. <laughs> Miss Keagle. I just got that. There's so many jokes I did not get in this movie as a child. I do. And now I get all the jokes and I'm like, this movie's dirty. <laughs> this makes this, this movie even better. Uh... Dennis Leary as Gil Mars. A young Dennis Leary. Uh, Gregory Smith as Alan Abernathy. Dick Miller as Joe. Uh, Kirsten Dunst as Christy Fimple. Jacob Smith as Timmy Fimple. Jonathan Bauck as Brad. Kevin Dunn as How's Stuart. Brad, how's Brad get more billing than Phil Hartman? I, Bro, I, I'm not answering that question. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Dunn as Stuart Abernathy, uh, Anne Magan- M- Magnuson, Mag, yes, Magnuson. The the yeah. the new the GNU is throwing me off. Uh, as Irene Abernathy, Wendy Shaw as Marion Fimple, Phil Hartman as Phil Fimple, and that's it. We're, I'm stopping there. Open the cast list to read the voice cast for the. Oh yeah, for the action for wait, the toys. Wait, they didn't. They oh. they have them separate. Yeah, because oh. it's they separate they're... the voice. You got to go back up. Oh, there it is. Okay, um, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones as Chip Hazard, Major Chip Hazard, Frank Langella 
as Archer. Ernest Borgnine as Kip Killigan. Jim Brown as Butch Meathook. Bruce Dern as Link Static. George Kennedy as Brick Bazooka. Uh, Clint Walker as Nick Nitro. Christopher Guest as Slam Fist and Scratch It. Michael McKean as Insaniac and Frankenstein. Uh, Harry Shearer as Punch It. Sarah Michelle Geller and Christina Ricci as the Gwendy Dolls. <laughs> Gwendy Dolls are an astounding piece of movie. I forgot about the Gwendy Dolls <laughs> until they came in. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. This is part of the movie. I have no idea how that entire thing works. But by George, they made it work. And I'll go with it because it's a movie Nothing. and it's in the script. What Nothing. do you mean how that thing works? I don't know how you were able to be like, okay, here's the chip. And then, like we had, like we put oh. the chip, and then somehow we just like zap it into the brain that has nothing, <laughs> yeah, and turn uh, them into walking, the, talking Gwendy dolls. The the the, <laughs> the 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 technology in this movie is it's great, is <laughs> non-existent and great. You can't even no, it just no, it's not. But the Gwendy dolls are freakish things in nature that are frightening. <laughs> Let's go to the beach. <laughs> they she have, they're trying to stab you. <laughs> she's, she's on a baton death, death march I that, that I never understood as a kid. Uh-huh. I thought it was because she had a baton in her hand when I was a kid. And now well, that yeah. I've gone through school and learned things, right. the baton death march is something else. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of just jokes that I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I love this movie. <laughs> um, but I picked this movie for my nostalgia movie because this movie... This movie caused me, su- caused me such strife and joy as a child. Like, there's equal parts strife, equal parts joy. Oh? We had to have... My, my brother, he's autistic, had to have every single one of these toys... Why are you looking at me so intense when I, you said that? Because I can't, because I'm looking at a story. <laughs> so it's not easy to be like... I'm talking to the empty chair that is Lewis. And um, so he had to have all the toys. So we if they were not the biggest selling toys in the world, mind you. That's true, they were not. So and the internet was not really a big thing then. So eBay you couldn't go to, Amazon, all those things. Amazon I don't even think was there. No, no it didn't exist yet. No, but I'm just saying I'm just naming things that were like buying things on the internet was not normal like it is now. Like it's like you could it hop on. It might have been non existent almost. Uh this came out ninety four ninety five ninety ninety eight. Uh early days. It's about to say it was in its infancy where early people days. thought it was just for nerds on campuses. So uh as Homes the, were starting to get... Like, I think we had dial-up internet at, at the house. Ooh, in good old dial-up. <laughs> um, but, so, we had to travel to toy stores to find these things. One elusive toy that was on the back of the box, because it was okay if the toys didn't exist in real life. But if it was on the back of the box, that meant it existed to my brother. <laughs> Uh-huh. Brick Bazooka existed. <laughs> Did not exist in any store near us for months. 
We travel anytime we would have to go somewhere. We would have to try and figure out paths to not drive past a toy store. Because if we saw a toy store, my brother would scream. This was before he really could talk. So his dialogue was mainly screams. So when he screamed, he screamed. (laughs) So we tried to avoid the toys. So Brick Bazooka was the last one we needed. So all around the world, we're traveling. So we travel all over. We find it in some... We were traveling, I think, up from Pennsylvania to Texas. And if you passed one on the way, we had to stop. I think we found it somewhere in, like, the main belt of, like, Virginia or West Virginia. We found a Walmart. Middle of nowhere. There's a brick bazooka. It was like we found Christ. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, because it finally meant the end. We didn't have to hear it anymore. (laughs) That, 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 That is the tale of the toys from my brother. But I also love this movie, too. Like he did. I'm going to assume he did. So, he at least loved the toys. He at least loved the toys. Because <laughs> if it had a toy, we own the toy. In the scene where they're showing all the promotional material for the small soldiers lineup of toys behind in the press conference, I had all of those products that you could see in that lineup. I was like, had that, had that, had that, had that. If it existed, we owned it. <laughs> like, if, like, I could tell you that we owned the PlayStation 1 video game. We owned every computer game that came out for it, which was four. And we had all the t-shirts, we had all the coloring books, we had the lunchbox. What else was there? There was like a board game. It, we, we owned it all. But I saw this movie in the theater I currently work in. I could tell you where I saw it the most was in Theater 4. I sat in the handicapped seats that used to be as soon as you walk into 4. There's those, there used to be those two set, those two chairs that sat right there that were by themselves. I sat in one of those, and I used to go there with $10. I'd walk up, buy my ticket, buy my, I'm assuming, kid's ticket. And then I would get a kid's ticket, then I'd get the kid's cup of, of fruit punch, or Hawaiian punch at the time. I think it was Hawaiian punch. Because I think it was RC. I think they had Hawaiian punch. I have no idea. Don't I'm just speaking out loud. It doesn't matter. So I would get that, and that would be all I would do, have for the movie. I don't know my. It flabbergasted my wife that I can remember the theater I in, the seat I sat in, and how many times I saw. It flabbergasted me that you can remember those things, but you can't remember street names. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing thing that I have. Sometimes it's a terrible curse, but. I personally love this movie, so that's my long-standing relationship with this movie, and that's why I picked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. If anybody was quite curious why, I went on the nostalgia ride for it. <laughs> they are no longer curious. Yep. And if they are, they weren't listening. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> matters to me, Tyler. It matters to me. So I watched this movie with stickers. <laughs> Uh huh. She didn't really care. No. I cared. <laughs> I laughed. I cried. I giggled. Um, I didn't really cry. I was about to say, when would you cry in this movie? Uh, uh, Spice sure. Girls. Uh, oh, that yeah. part's great. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> Phil! I love this song! 
Globotech. Let's bring that name into my home because <laughs> we find out what we find out that Globotech wants to get into the homes. So. They're like the the what's a good GE? Yeah, kind of like GE. <laughs> he was quick with that, Tyler. <laughs> I was I was thinking about was it earlier. Thinking today, about tech. Actually. I was trying to think about technology people and GE is a good one. GE, yeah. they, GE like they make everything. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like GE is GE. This soda like, I'm drinking was made by GE. And like, you know, if you go to, if you go to Japan, like Mitsubishi and uh, some of those, uh, if you go to Europe, uh, uh, Mercedes Benz, you know, these companies that make everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heartland Play Systems, Division of Globotech. Now, everybody, defend your jobs! Because <laughs> everybody's packing up in the Heartland building except for two people David Cross and Jay Moore. <laughs> Who I didn't know Jay Moore's name. I was like, oh, it's David Cross and that guy. Jay that Moore. guy. I've seen that guy before, but it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's fallen off the. the, the, the he's fallen out of the zeitgeist here, here the last uh, decade or so. Mm hmm. Uh, Hunter's Moon appears to be his last movie. Yeah, I was going to say, although he's in stuff, I just don't know. That guy! (laughs) Um, Babyface Dennis Leary as the boss. And Flatchu! I owned a (laughs) Flatchu! Yeah, that was was also on the back of the box that we also owned. And it did not fart. It was made of solid plastic. And if it got chucked at your head, which it was frequently chucked at mine, um, it hurt. Why would it not fart? I don't know because the toy develop the toy the people that made these to go with the toys uh, they're doing they're just plastic they were just solid plastic they were so cheap made toys that just like moved like they didn't do anything like cool or anything they didn't like oh yeah change the only thing that was really cool is I think brick bazooka his head flipped up and turned into a bazooka which does not happen at <laughs> all in the movie <laughs> that doesn't even happen at all in the movie yeah but. <laughs> <laughs> But they were they whoa! I wish we kept that in the box. <laughs> Hundred and ten bucks for an archer in the box. Those were easy to come by. Should drove around the country grabbing small soldiers' toys. Who doggy? Um, whoops. <laughs> well, you can get it. You know, twenty or thirty bucks if you uh, have it out of the package. Oh, still. we still have them. They're still at the house. Well, there you go. You can sell your your brother's toys. Oh no, he knows. He knows. <laughs> oh, he he knows. We can't get rid of Legos because he knows exactly where they are and exactly how many he has. And if one is missing, when he goes to look for it, he will freak. <laughs> um, and he won't get over it. No. Okay. <laughs> it's like for for this kind of money. My, this, he this, could get over it. This process with the small soldiers. Kenner. Oh yeah, Kenner made the made the action figures. This process with these toys was months, Ken, months finding them, and not one you could buy one brick bazooka for twenty five bucks. I just buy them out of principle, put them in that fucking case over there. <laughs> um. Uh, we hear about the Gorgonites and learn, and. Who wants to learn while playing with toys? No, learn. You said learn. Next, yeah, l- learn. Yes. <laughs> Next. Now we meet Major Chip Hazard, leader of the Commando Elite. 
Hello, Mr. Chips. Can, can he really do that? What they're doing in the commercial. Can can he really do that? Break out of the box and all that? No. Legal says we're fine, though. <laughs> I'm sick of commercials that lie. Let's make smart toys that kick ass and play back and never run out of batteries. Everything else is just, just a toy. A toy. <laughs> Kids love action. It sells. What are you worried about? They're just toys. I was like, except don't call it violence. Call it action. Call Kids it love action. action. Action sells. <laughs> <laughs> we hear about the X one thousand chips, military grade chip we put in a toy. Hello, Mister Chips. <laughs> Gizmo. <laughs> Which these are your super secret passwords, guys? <laughs> don't tell anybody. Speaking of, uh-huh. you'd think that since she took the card, she would have disactivated the, the code, the, the password. This was the 90s. This was the 90s. But it didn't matter. And, like, what in what universe do we give people in the toy, uh, the, the toy division access to all of the top-secret Globotech information? That just seems like... A bad idea. A bad idea. It's a poorly managed company, it really is. It seems like. Dennis Leary appears to just be the only guy running it, so his solution is just throw money at the answers near the end. So, Well, maybe it's... Maybe that's, it's my, a, that's my note for the end, is like, Dennis Leary, the true hero of the movie, with his check-making machine. <laughs> maybe it's just... Uh, uh, um, low overhead. Just... I have gotten rid of all middle, ma- middle management. There is no middle management. There is lower management, and in me. That's it. I was about to say, I feel like it goes him, his assistant lady, the Mrs. Kegel. Uh-huh. And then everybody else, like random other people just like that run divisions that he'd have to answer to him. Which is weird, because they made a, a joke, uh, the one guy made a joke about her being kind of hot right off the bat, and they showed her, I'm like, I don't think she's that hot. I mean, it's the 90s. Like, nobody looked good in the 90s. It was the person they could hire to fit the role, and then that guy had to look stupid. So that was the, those were the two answers. Okay. <laughs> um, now we get a cool toy building scene with 3D printing and everything. That was some cool 3D resin, 3D printing. Mm-hmm. 3D printing and resin doesn't really work that way, but it was still cool. That scene made me want to kind of make toys at some point in life. I was like, ooh, maybe one day I'll get a job at a toy factory and this will be what I do. And I'll make toys and design them and do all that. Yeah, it's a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> I've seen Ken work with his 3D printer. Whenever he sometimes does it on the computer sitting here and I look at it and I go, that looks hard. <laughs> um, I don't use the best software, but... Similar things, still looks hard. Inner Child Toy Store... Is a, is, a, is a set in this movie and the first line that we hear about it this place never has anything good come on grandma <laughs> we go in and he's correct that place doesn't look like it has anything good everything will be owned by one giant corporation kid what do you mean like Amazon Disney what Walmart. are we talking about <laughs> Walmart <laughs> pretty soon everything's going to be owned by one giant corporation Disney Comcast, Amazon, (laughs) Comcast. Who win the corporate war? (laughs) Who wins? Old wise man, tell me. (laughs) Um, What movie was that we watched? Where it was like the the Demolition Man, corporate wars. 
Franchise Wars. Yeah. Franchise Wars. Taco Bell one. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense at all, but that's okay. They have, they were in charge with the Taco Bell Chihuahua. He ran the war. He was the general. He won it for them. We've, mm. We talked about it. Taco Bell paid the most money. There's four Taco Bell ones. You're, you're probably right. <laughs> that's probably it. Ooh, I could eat some tacos. Kid, the kid gets the Alan gets the toys for his no his nobody toy store his no, the, his nobody toy store that has no war toys at all in it because his dad doesn't like war toys, which doesn't really come up as to why. He just doesn't like violence. He's a peaceful man. It doesn't matter. that very quickly wants to be violent. <laughs> <laughs> the toys don't go on sale till Monday. Good thing to remember. Um, Alan is infamous at school. We don't know why yet. And he moved in behind Kirsten Dunst. Ooh. Young pre-Spider-Man Kirsten Dunst. Yes. I didn't know her name when I was a kid, but I feel like I had a crush on her. I mean, it's Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Aw, Phil Phil Hartman. I miss him so much. Mm. This is his last movie, I just realized. I'm sad now. Mm. (laughs) Oh, what happened? His yeah. wife killed him. Wife oh, that's went, terrible! His wife went crazy and his wife shot, went crazy him. And shot him. That's terrible! He, that's why, if you watch The Simpsons, that's why there's no Troy McClure or, uh, or um, Lionel Hutz, the attorney, anymore. Because Phil Hartman did both of those voices. And so they just retired those characters in honor of him. Oh. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Jingle All the... The neighbor from Jingle All the Way, that's what happened to him. Same guy. Oh. Yeah, this was his final movie role. That what a way to go sad. out, I have written. <laughs> makes me sad. Mm-hmm. So, odd piece of trivia. Ooh, ooh, what ooh, are you packing, ooh, Tiny? Packing? <laughs> packing you? <laughs> uh, Kirsten Dunst is uh-huh. five months older than me. Well, Well, she's nowhere near our age. She's got to be like 60 years old now. <laughs> yep. Get off my lawn! <laughs> Turkhead sitting on the porch yelling at people on their lawn. <laughs> no, no, Ken, that's Betty White you're looking up. <laughs> um, a tree is in the way of the satellite dish. Um, I remember. So I remember when that happened. We were watching it with like family members, and we were discussing that. And like my parents and my uncle were discussing how that like. <laughs> That guy had every right in the world to cut down that tree limb. It was over his property. Is that true? That was my next question. That I ever yes. Okay. I feel like that's why it never gets rediscussed later. Yes. I was like, if okay, over, technically, I guess he's in the right. Then I guess. So like, yeah. Any but, of my trees that are over someone else's property, they mm-hmm. have every right to cut those things down. They cannot, however, like. If the tree Damage is growing it to, on your property, they can't cut down the tree. They can't cut down the tree. They also can't damage the tree to the point where it becomes unsafe. Like, they can't just, like, cut oh, half like the limbs kill, off. Like, if they kill so the tree. So then it starts falling down. Oh. Uh, okay. And a good line, give me that saw, fill, and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Griswold, what are you going to do with that tree? <laughs> Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> Archer snuck away in Alan's bag. Beware, there will be no mercy. <laughs> Greetings, Alan. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some good lines in this movie. 
this movie is just makes me smile. Any any time someone looks at me and goes, "What are you looking at?" My response is always, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> just because like because that's what happened. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when I was a kid. It's stuck with me, <laughs> so now I think it's hilarious as an adult because I'm it, still a child. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> um. Chip breaks out of his box and wakes up all the other commandos. Now, my question for the up-and-coming scene. How did the Gorgonites wake up without hearing their code? Because Chip has to say, Ten Hut, and then they all wake up first. Now, why? how did the Gorgonites wake up without it's in the script. their code? Truth. <laughs> Tyler, you hit it right. You hit the nail square on the head. I have that in my note for that reason. I was like, is it in the script or do we feel like there's a logical reason? Um, standard issue is not sufficient. <laughs> snaps that guy's gun over his mm-hmm. leg. Archer, like Ultron, learns a ton from the internet. Except he didn't describe... It's not the internet. It's in Carta. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of the word for it, because I also was doing this at 11 o'clock. It's like o'clock. Had, I know, but I couldn't think of the word because it was 11 o'clock at night, so I went with internet. I had to, like, <laughs> really stop and try to remember what that was for a minute. Yeah, they <laughs> said that you had to buy one, like, every year. You had to update your Encarta. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Because I used to, because my parents would buy me them because I would, like, I would look up the animals on there and print off animal facts, updated animal facts every year. I was a weird kid who had no friends. Um, yeah, I see that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Elijah. <laughs> there will be no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had to go to the Google and look up Encarta. <laughs> um, cats love Archer. <laughs> That's what I figured out. Stickers was not happy with that cat. Just saw that cat and walked away from me. <laughs> At that point, she was done with the movie. Um, the commandos have officially armored up, got some weapons, and are destroying. The, trying to destroy the Gorgonites, and they destroyed the store in the process. Oh no! And they destroyed a Gorgonite. They destroyed one Gorgonite. Yes. Um, what was his actual name? Uh. Troglacon. Yeah, Troglacon. I don't know why then they switched to Frankenstein and like because he else. called him Frankenstein uh, because he's the, yeah he's he's they they cobbled him back together with the FM radio he's it's like in the cool like Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsten Dunst comes back to the store to buy the toys, sees the destruction, and offers to help clean up. Oh, that we was find, nice. Mm-hmm. We find out what happened to Alan and why he was kicked out of two schools. He burned the school down. Graffiti flooded Just bathroom. To watch it burn. Graffiti, flooded bathroom, and bomb scare at Parents' Day. He seemed like such a nice kid. kid. (laughs) Dad arrives and discovers that the boat is broken, and all his tools are missing. He walks over to that boat. There's not a damn thing visibly wrong with that boat. I didn't know something was wrong with the boat. He built it with his own two hands. He knows that boat better than anyone. Did he build that boat with his two hands? Yeah, with his woodworking tools! He's obviously not working out his aggression. He's obviously not going to see his shrink. He's obviously not trying to have a relationship with his son. So what's he doing? He's building boats with his woodworking tools. I probably did see a shrink because they referenced that later on. (laughs) 
He did see a shrink. Okay, then he... Yeah, then when he, Well, he's obviously not trying to have a relationship with his son. That's better. <laughs> the shrink is not working. <laughs> Most of this movie is about the shrink not working. He needs Xanax. Was that even a thing then? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He needs Xanax or Viagra, which I don't want to Not first. Viagra. <laughs> not with that type of temper. <laughs> um, He'll never calm down. So the kid, so so Alan goes back home, and we get this. We get a good sign. Don't fire till you see the whites of his eyes. Prepare to fire the bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> Brick bazooka gets hurled at the bike. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, I forgot he got like broken <laughs> during this process, but it's uh, it's great. He's hanging on by the cord, and then he gets in under the bike tire, rubbing him right in the man parts. <laughs> Bazooka reporting for duty. <laughs> I'm pretty bad shape, pretty sir. Bad shape, sir. <laughs> um, it's a small world after all. I'm not a man. Your damn commando elite destroyed my dad's store. Lawsuit. You got that. I'm Alan Abernathy. Three to two five five bleep. <laughs> You'd be shocked at how many of these toys I had in that press conference. I already said that. You did already say that. So we got to capture Archer now. Yeah. Soon. What? Oh, like we're screwed? Like the chips? Oh, boy. You put munitions, chips, and toys? <laughs> what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. See, the problem wasn't the chips. It was with their software. <laughs> that's that's one of the most unnecessarily hilarious scenes I love. I'm like, if I if I was any sort of film critic, I'd be like, this scene needs cut because it doesn't tell me anything about these chips besides they can learn, <laughs> which I figured out already. <laughs> um. Oh, and the EMP. That was those were the two things that we learned in that scene. Yep, you needed an EMP. Mm-hmm. Commandos get a hold of Archer and try to find the rest of the Gorgonites. I love it. Turn on the garbage disposal and lower them in. Mm-hmm. Head first. Nick Nitro gets put in the disposal. <laughs> it's interesting that, like, Brick Bazooka gets gets taken apart into like a half dozen pieces mm-hmm. after his run in with the bike. Nick Nitro gets spun around by a garbage disposal and has his legs from the knees down chopped up and he doesn't survive but Brick Bazooka makes it to the very end of the well till the rest of the first wave of they got to Brick Bazooka faster they were able to save him he didn't have to Nick Nitro had to crawl his stupid ass back to the garage up the side of the wall and in a window to the neighbor's garage even to the neighbor's garage it was a long crawl but also it was in the script (laughs) That was, that was how I went with that. And there again, the they technology need, in this movie doesn't make any sense oh no. at all. Oh no, because we need Brick Bazoo- We need Nick Nitro to be gone so we can revive the Gwendy dolls. <laughs> Bring me the head of Nick, Nick Nitro. Nitro. <laughs> We're in the garage. We got all this stuff around. They're all looking at it. Look at all that hardware. Sir, can I get some shore leave? <laughs> I'm talking about the garage now. Oh. We're not sure leaving oh, in the sorry. garage. Not, not, not there yet. <laughs> sorry, I was on the Quinty dolls. Um, They've got like chainsaws and circular saws and all kinds of stuff. 
Oh, that's that's after I t- tells his parents he bought the toys, and now his dad thinks he sold the tools to get the toys. Archer doesn't talk back to help Alan. Just Alan now looks crazy. And are you on crank or smack or smack or what do they call it these days? <laughs> we found out the Gorgonites are not destroyed, and we learn Gorgonites do do one thing really good: hide. Hide and lose. Mm-hmm. And now we get to the commandos in the tool shed. Commandos find such lovely toys in the neighbor's shed. And Nick Nitro dies. I want it mobile and lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what they make with all those tools and stuff. You look like an Erector set. It's, it's like, gone wild. It's so cool. Like, I have written down one of my favorite ones later, like... When they when they're fighting in the in the neighbor's house is Kip Killigan's like skateboard part that has the toaster that shoots flaming CDs. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> um, we find out the Gorgonites are hiding in a dumpster. Some assembly required. Um, we find out that the chips can learn and were scrapped because an EMP is their one and only weakness. <laughs> from that entire scene. Alan, I only date older guys. <laughs> uh, um, and, okay, now a cool weapon building montage. And the commandos decide to kidnap Kirsten. They go They go to the neighbor's house and they scan the, the parents and identity moron. <laughs> Operation Sandman commences. A.K.A. Operation Bill Cosby. <laughs> um, commandos tie up younger brother and decide to recruit the Gwendy dolls and bring me... <laughs> try to cre- recruit the Gwendy dolls. Bring me the head of Nick Nitro. To bring these dolls to life, we have a ton of... Like... Like... A, like... like Just... If they have like a... It's like a deprogramming center. Like a reprogramming center, that's it. Like they have a TV that just keeps saying, like, destroy all Gorgonites, commando elites, or like something like that. Like, it's like the commercial. All Gorgonite scum must that's die. That's it. All Gorgonite scum must die. Um, they bring to life the dolls. They're voiced by Christina Ricci and Sarah Michelle Geller. Hey, we just talked about her <laughs> in the Southland Tales movie. <laughs> We didn't what? just talk about her, but recently we've. It's been about it's her. been recent. To, it's recent enough to be like two Sarah Michelle Geller movies in two months. That's a that's a good time. That's considering we've probably never done a Sarah Michelle Geller Sarah movie. Michelle Geller movies before. Mm-hmm. Add to the list. Um, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That line is going to come up a lot after that because they're talking about the wind. Um. The Gwendies capture Kirsten, and the boyfriend gets scared away by the commandos and the Gwendies. You'd have to be crazy not to be scared. And a tape spear is sent to to the neighbor's house. I was like, whoa. They threw that big spear, and it just lands right on Oculus' like, neck, and it has just a tape attached to it. I'm like, whoa. These toys are not messing around. Surrender the Gorgonite scum, and she will be released. Major Chip Hazard wants a war. We will give him a war. 
So a trap is set where they put where Alan goes over to the neighbor's house with a box uh, that's labeled Gorgonites. Archer gets launched into the house from a rocket. Alan, are you sure this is a good idea? <laughs> nope. I tried to find those uh, model rockets the one day because mm-hmm. back when Brett was like fourteen or fifteen, because I was like, "Have you ever shot off a model rocket before, Brett?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, dude, you're missing out." It's like one of the few things that you can like actually make fly and get away with. Not a kite. <laughs> like physically launch something, not just go, ah, I'm going to hold this and hopefully the wind works today. <laughs> um, so me and Brett went to Walmart. We went to Kmart. We went to Hobby Lobby. We went to, I think we looked at Michael's at one point. <laughs> Could not, I cannot find model rockets anywhere. I'm convinced they no longer exist. Probably not. It makes me sad. Ken's on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if I went on Amazon and typed in model rocket, I'd find one. Essence Rockets Wholesale. <laughs> I wonder if the fireworks place on the Pike sells model rockets. I don't think so, because this is a PA. You can't do, like, the launch type of fireworks. No, you can. Like, oh, they're all legal. Okay. I That's what I shot Jesse in the dick with. According to Hobby Lobby, according to this, Hobby Lobby should sell them. Yeah, yeah I could not find these things. How I long mean, ago was this? I mean, you... Brett's now 22. We're going on 22 next month. So, like, back then, like... When was this? What? He was, like, 14 or 15. Oh, well then, yeah, I'm not gonna... Um, so, the commandos are distracted with the box while they sneak in. It's a baton death march. That's what I have written down from the Gwendy battle with with the because uh, Alan frees Christine Kirsten. That's the word. Now I got it. Um, she kisses Alan, and she is very aroused by this fight. She's frightened, but yet very aroused. aroused. <laughs> That's really later on in this movie. She really gets she's, into it too. She, yeah, like, I was about to say she was just too thrilled about this. <laughs> she really got into murder and shit. And I'm like, she, we'd have been besties. She had to be a huge smile on. She's like, yes, die. <laughs> I love destroying shit. We'd have been besties. Um, I don't like the cleanup process though. Like, I love busting shit up, but then you got to clean that up, and that's never fun. You could just be like Sid and Toy Story and just abandon them all out in the yard. No, no, no. I'm. It's my yard. I'm the one that cares for the yard, so that I got to deal with the mess. However, when I break up all the tree limbs and stuff, that's really easy because now there are fires involved, and that's also destruction. So more destruction and fire, fire, mm, fire, fire, mm, fire, fire. Good, mm, fire, fire bad, fire, fire bad, <laughs> fire. <laughs> uh, the song "War" plays as a chase starts happening, quote unquote chase scene. Anytime I hear that song, that is the image that's stuck in my head. Yes. <laughs> I I instantly think of this movie because I have this I have the soundtrack. <laughs> and that's there's three versions of war on it. Oh. Mm-hmm. They do like a I think there's one during the end credits that's like a like techno fight war version, which is not really good. 
But then there's the regular old war. Every time I hear it, I go, yeah, small soldiers. Regular old war. Mm -hmm. Brought to you by not regular old war. Um, Oh my god, they made a Transformer. Or a Voltron. It's a Voltron. (laughs) Something. It's 11 o'clock, I'm sorry. That's what I I (laughs) wrote. I forgot they crashed that thing. Like, I forgot it connects. I forgot they go on this massive chase scene. And then they crash and burn. I had remembered... I was like, okay, the first set of commandos has to die except for Chip. How do they die? And then as the chasing started, I went, they explode. <laughs> no, so when they made the Gwendy dolls, I was like, oh, so this is, that's right, this is where they get the army from. And then then they crash and burn. I'm like, no, this is where they get their full army from. I thought they got the army from Toy World, because they mentioned Toy World earlier in the movie. So I was like, oh, Toy World, the place with the better toys. Yes. That's where he's going to wash up, like, right in front of Toy, Toy World. Toy World, you mean Toys are... Oh. Oh. How's about KB? Oh. Oh. They're all... But they, he, did it. he did end up getting a Toy World, but everything was packed into the van. Yeah. Somehow, miraculously, all the toys got packed into the one van... One driver, but Chibrona. and it was the shipment for the month. <laughs> I love how we don't check the wreckage. The kids are like, "Let's not check the wreckage. Let's just go." Well, they're kids. It's true, and they're they're both now real horned up. So, <laughs> yeah, we need to <laughs> yes. go home. We'll find a spot in this park and. <laughs> yep. Uh, the underage sex is no good. Don't do it. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Just wait. You learn things. And then you know what you're doing. Tyler will eventually know things too, everybody. (laughs) I will murder you. Ken? Hmm? There's about to be violence in this podcast. No retreat! I'm sorry, not violence. Not violence. Action. Just don't get any blood on the shirt. There will be action. I can't get another one. And there will be no mercy. Um, the toys are being recalled. Chip gets control of the truck. The two families need convincing about what happened. Talking, like, there's talking toys walking around, guys. Come on. Um, well, they weren't walking around right away. They were all hiding. Archer was walking around because he was pointing at Archer. He's like, ah, just because this toy moves a little bit, I need to believe this story. Um, then more toys stop popping. Then more of the Gorgonites start popping up. You're correct. While the toy designers show up to the house. What service? <laughs> Your toys nearly killed my son after the punch. <laughs> Um, the commandos cut the power, and a full-scale invasion has begun. Apparently, we didn't kill him enough. <laughs> Chip Hazard, because he's still alive. They just want to kill the little monster people. The Gorgonites were created to lose, is what Archer says. Must suck to suck. Mm-hmm. That's what Lewis would say. Yes. And then... Uh, Phil Hartman goes out there to negotiate, and then they say... No. What? Wait. Yeah, Phil yeah. Hartman goes out there to negotiate. No. He's got the white flag. Yeah. And then they're like, then there's seven Gorgonites and nine people must die. Brings a total to 16. 16. How do they get 16? <laughs> seven Gorgonites and, and nine, nine people. people. Everything else is just a toy. Now, oh, tell me what you want! 
what, what you really, really, really want. want. <laughs> I'm glad we had the same thought. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, I'd love this song. <laughs> Phil. I laughed so hard when that came on. Like <laughs> I forgot about it. I waited all movie for that part. It's like it's like twelve something, and I'm laughing at the. It's finish your words. It's, it's it made me laugh because, and I was so tired, and nothing in this movie made me laugh at that point. I just was like, I love this movie, but I'm so sleepy, but I need <laughs> to finish this movie. And I'm like, and then I laughed at that part, and I was like, yeah, this is why I love this movie. <laughs> Um, the battle begins. Mom, the mom takes over and starts telling people what to do, and is vicious, yeah. like every mom, mom does. Mom takes charge mm-hmm. and kicks ass. Yeah, I forget. I have a, I have a, I have a note about that here someplace. And the mom takes charge and starts fighting back. Yeah, she gets a tennis racket out of the closet after putting the little boy and the other mother in the closet. This is why I'm not like opposed to women in in places of power. They don't put up with shit. As stated. As I state quite frequently, they're smarter than us. <laughs> they don't put up with shit, and they get shit done. Mm-hmm. I'm kind- not a do-it-tomorrow kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of moron would put military technology in toys? Well, that's Gizmo here. <laughs> EMP is our only hope. we got to put something metal in between the Transformers to explode in an EMP. Help us, EMP. You're our, our only, only hope. <laughs> And then we have to break up this war for Alan and his dad, father and son moment. Oh, Dad gets shot in the leg. The nail gun cart is the worst weapon that is like the most dangerous weapon that these toys have at this point. Which is great because it's not how nail guns work, but for the sake of the movie, Mm -hmm. I'd have ducked for cover and been like, I ain't coming out. Yeah. I was like, the nail yes. gun is... Those little Brad nails are going to do some damage. I've yeah, watched yeah. Final Destination 3 with the convoluted trap that gets to, just leads to a nail gun popping a girl in the head. Um, that's a deadly thing. I love the smell of petroleum in the morning. Polyurethane. Polyurethane, that's right. Petroleum would have been bad. Things would have exploded. Because this is the part where I just started writing lines. <laughs> All quiet on the western front yard. Um, the Gorgonites must help Alan. If we hide, we still lose. No more hiding. Time for them to fight. This this scene when I was a kid would make my brother jump up and down for joy because the to- the Gorgonites were fighting back and they're <laughs> just great little toys. Especially Insaniac, who was my favorite. <laughs> Not my favorite. Who's your favorite? Of really the Gorgonites. Have, I didn't really have a favorite. What? I was more of a Chip Hazard kind of guy. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to, as far as as far as like toy look goes, my two favorites from one from each of those things would be I loved Insaniac from the Gorgonites and I liked the look of Nick Nitro from the Commando Elite. Because my brain wouldn't let me like Chip Hazard because he's the one that caused all the problems. Nope, I like Chip Hazard. Which ones were your favorite, Ken? Um, I don't. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, as it turns out, my favorite 
probably my favorite uh, of the Commando Elites is Kip Killigan because he's got the throwing stars and throwing stars are awesome. Uh, at least to, you know, 14-year-old Ken or yeah. however old he was at this point. Uh, um... My favorite Gorgonite is probably Archer because you get to spend the most time with him. Mm-hmm. Or like, Punch It because Punch's design is great. I like yeah, that. He has the big old rock on he, his he, hand. Or, no, that's Slamfist. Oh, Slamfist. Yeah, you're right. Punch It's the Punch It's the Rhino. Punch It's yeah. the yeah the sort of like dinosaur looking one. Mm-hmm. Um. Archer tells him to go even though they will be fried too. Tells him to go climb the ladder thing. Chip arrives to stop Alan in his big old helicopter. He drops his wrench. Oh no! Not the not the pipe wrench. The satellite dish is knocked down, everybody. Pay attention. Um, Chip jumps off to stab Alan in the hand. Fingy. Yeah, whatever. Hand, finger. It's midnight. Um, (laughs) Archer to the rescue. You got lots of guts. Let's see what they look like. They're wires and metal like yours. Yours. Archer gets kicked off the pole, and Alan grabs Chip and jams him in the transformer. You stupid toy! (laughs) Creating, Creating the EMP. Okay. Um, I I don't know what you're doing. I didn't know either. <laughs> I just thought it was a bad line. I liked it. <laughs> I liked your. I liked what you were doing with it. You 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 gave the line better than the kid did. Did he act in anything else after this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. While Kirsten, while Kirsten Dunst comes along with the lawnmower. Why didn't we get the lawnmower out sooner? Why didn't the... I'm surprised the commandos didn't weaponize the lawnmower. I thought they would have taken pieces, because I thought that was how they got the skateboard moving and everything else moving, was taking like the motor out of the lawnmower and ripping it apart and attaching it to other things. Is this how a relationship's going to be? Relationship? Relationship? He says, getting more aroused by the second. <laughs> They both were. She continues to have a smile. She's mowing down like, yeah, killing things. <laughs> this relationship's going to die in a month because this this is the most exciting thing that's ever going to happen to us. <laughs> Apparently he was in Hobo with a shotgun. Was he the hobo? No. He was not the... He was not the hobo. <laughs> Rutger Hauer was the hobo. <laughs> no. What else was he in? The Patriot, apparently. Uh, the Patriot... Uh, Everwood, he he had a he had a run, decent run on Everwood in the early two thousands. Not that you guys remember that show. Never heard of it. Um, Don't worry, everybody. The real hero of the movie has shown up at the end. Dennis Leary shows up with his check machine to save the day. I want to check, Dennis Leary. Can you give me a check? Why don't you move the giant truck that says Globotech across the side of it? Well, due to the... Hello! <laughs> yes, sir! Right away, right, sir. sir! Whatever you want, sir! Now, what about all my tools and stuff and all the health that this will do? You, you don't have enough... I don't think even you have enough money to pay for that. Oh. Well, apparently you do! <laughs> um, now we're going to sell the toys as weapons. 
Oh boy. I I love that idea. <laughs> Full stop. Mm-hmm. And we never got a second one, did we? No. Oh, wait until my continuation of this. I have stuff for you. As far as the person that was obsessed with the small soldiers. Um, the Gorgonites were hiding under the satellite dish, everyone. That fell over. Satellite dish. Remember? Everybody? No, no one? Okay. <laughs> Would that have saved them? <laughs> no. I, uh, probably not. I don't think it would have either. That was my thought. Um, the Gorgonites... Gorgonites. We won! <laughs> then they start cheering. And the Gorgonites set sail on a boat from the toy store. We will meet again in the sequel. Oh, wait. Because <laughs> uh, there isn't a sequel. But in the books, because there were books, <laughs> there is a sequel book where one of the chip had, like, there, because there were sets of toys on the back of the truck. One of the chip hazards gets activated, gets activated later on. That was still in the truck. And he breaks out and then goes after the Gorgonites on the boat. They would have been better off wrapping themselves in aluminum foil. To save them from the MP, everybody. Yeah, aluminum doesn't do electricity very well. Yeah, but just because it doesn't conduct doesn't mean that it wouldn't necessarily let a EMP pass through. Like, glass doesn't conduct electricity either, but... True. Like, I was, I was also going to say, like, half the everyone's houses went out. So, like, part of that's because the Transformers exploded, but also, right. like, the mower died. The other things died. Yeah, I don't... I doubt... Well, The mower could have killed the battery. I don't know. Like, I don't... I really don't understand how EMPs work. Like, they say they fry electronics, but... What... How electronic are we talking? Like, is a alkaline battery electronic? Is a lead-acid battery electronic? Because if yes, okay. If no, then that lawnmower didn't stop. It kept running. Because that thing is pure mechanical. I shouldn't say it's pure mechanical, but odds are pretty darn good that it's pure mechanical or enough mechanical that it keeps running. Hmm. But. And now it's time to sail away. They, they sail away, but they survive the confrontation. And in the sequel book, they land on a island that they declare as Gorgon. They build up, and then the chip hazard that was still was that made it off the boat comes there and discover and has a Buzz Lightyear sort of epiphany that if he destroys the Gorgonites, what will he do? And then that causes him to get on the boat and drive away. In short, because that causes him to be like, if I kill the the Gorgonites, I have no reason to exist anymore. So then he has to go off and figure out what his reason would be if he kills the Gorgonites. But there's another kid in the book, and I don't remember that exact plot through, but I did remember what happened to Chip oh. Hazard. <laughs> but that is, there was a sequel book. <laughs> of course there was. Mm-hmm. You can get it on Amazon for seven ninety nine. 
Meh. <laughs> Sweet. Any other Sounds thoughts, great. Ken, that you have on your little notes? And Tyler does have notes in front of him. Um... My my only my only note, but the the uh, the initial run for the the uh, Gorgonites and Commando Elite is five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a pretty small number to me. Uh, a timely analog is the Furby, which sold one point eight million. In 1998, so, and I think, and I, I, I understand that they are not aimed at the same market, but I think that, like, the numbers that they would move would be similar. But could you say like the initial release was that much, but this was their entire total for that year of 1998? One point eight million sold in 1998. Yeah, that's a year. So they had to get it out before the end of the year, the so the five hundred thousand. So would you say that that would be, like maybe that would start it? So you don't, I don't know if that's the whole year. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they came out at Christmas time. Okay. So it was a similar release window. All right. Can the Furbies go murder things? Um, I'd watch no. that movie. And and the Furbies were also cheaper. Also true. Sure. They didn't, they didn't were, have military grade chips in them. Furbies were like forty bucks or something. Something uh, thirty five. It says when there was thirty five here. Furby was only thirty five bucks. Where Furbies originally retailed for about thirty five U S dollars. So, so. thirty five dollars for a Furby back in ninety eight was a fuck ton of money. Um, for I got a place whereas, for a ball. Whereas they're 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 talking about the commandos being sold for eighty. Mm-hmm. $80 so, in 90s. Ugh. So, okay, with the $80 price tag, 500000 is probably a more... Okay, mm-hmm. I take it all back. It's probably a more reasonable... Number. Uh, yeah, a more reasonable market number. Especially the <clears> untested <throat> toys, apparently, because all they did was just make them and send them out. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was another weird thing where why... We didn't do, like... Focus groups or testing or anything. I mean, they talk about they, not doing, but they, you'd think they would have tested them. Well, if you're got if you're on the deadline and you got that that douche waffle guy Jay Moore there being like, um, no, we don't need to do that. That will save us time if we don't do that. It was Dennis Leary. Well, Dennis Leary gave him the timeline, but Jay Moore was the one that was like, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, yeah, no sweat. Whereas David Cross was pretty honest about, like, no, we oh. need six months. Oh, yeah. No, it takes six months. Focus mm-hmm. groups and testing. And then Jay Moore was like, no, 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 no. We could skip all that. Let's just put it all out. Yeah. Okay. Fair Bad point. idea. Anything else, Ken? Uh, no, that's that's the big thing. Tyler, do you have anything else inside? I'm going to be polite and ask you. Nope. Nobody cares. All right, let's go, let's go to the robot punches, everybody. Robots. Punches. Robot punches. Robot punches. Robot punches. Robot punches. Got anything, Tyler, for the robot punches? Mm-mm. Fine. Be like that, Tyler. You're not going to robot punch this movie? Oh, no, I'm going to robot punch. I'm just not going to make the the noise. No one was asking you to make the noise, Tyler. God, Tyler, pay attention. Just kidding. Do you want to go, Tyler? No. Okay. I'll go. I give it a five. (laughs) 
Of course you didn't do. see that coming. <laughs> oh, I love small soldiers. <laughs> I hadn't watched this movie in so long; it made me happy. But as soon as it was over, I did literally turn it off and go, "Good, thank God," and then walked up to bed. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ken's. Oh, um, oh my! Ken's God, got a big no. thing about EMPs. <laughs> I'm not reading that. 133 pages. No, thank you. No, that's how to build one, design one, no, make one work, and and what to do you. if you get hit by one. My computer's now being spied on because we're trying to make EMPs. <laughs> oh, come on. You're already being spied on. It's right there in what? front of you. What? How dare you? Anyway, soon Facebook's going to be giving you ads about EMPs because keep talking about EMPs. Um, uh, this is like a three. This movie's like a three. Maybe a three and a half. Why? Uh, it's, it's fun and fine, but it... it I don't know. It, it, it. I don't know. Just three and a half. It's fun. Check it out. Watch it. But I don't think I loved it as much as you guys did. I mean, obviously, I didn't love it as much as you guys did. But all was quiet on the western um, front lawn. The uh, something that we didn't really talk about, and I maybe should have talked about, um, was the like care and expression and quality of the like puppets that they used for the for the various characters mm-hmm. uh, all of that was really good and really well done uh, the the like CGI compositing was actually also pretty good considering this was a oh, yeah, for the time, movie yeah. made in 1998 granted a lot of this is done practically a lot of it's done with, with puppets mm-hmm. but there is some, especially stuff with the Gorgonites that's that's computer generated, but it still looks really good, all things considered. Mm-hmm. And some of that is because this movie has a very, or not very, but has a pretty, uh, it has a, it, it's lit interestingly, or I shouldn't say it's lit interestingly, but like the way that, that they light it, the way that, uh, like the 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 color palette, the tone, the I, I don't have the vocabulary to talk about what I'm trying the to aesthetics. talk about. It's not aesthetics. It has to do with like the color palette and the the design. The, the no, like the way it's the way it's shot and the way that it's lit and the way that it looks. I think that that, that those decisions were made consciously to make the compositing look better or to make the compositing easier. Gotcha. Like the way the like the way the toys were the toys were made specifically for these like so it was easier to put in the computer to be like, okay, that's why Archer's mostly brown because it was probably easier to make his movements look more fluid because it was brown. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? No. Okay, then I'm wrong. Okay. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, give it four. I really enjoyed it. Still watching it. Like I hadn't watched it since I was a kid. Um, I enjoyed some of the the lines Tommy Lee had. Uh, those are the ones that usually kind of stick out to me, and I remember a whole bunch of. Um, and uh, I like the the random things that would happen, like Spice Girl song. Thought that was great. But it that. If you had me watch this for the first time today, 
I'd have never expected a song as that. <laughs> I'd have been like, uh, they're going to pull... That looks like speakers. Maybe they'll play some, like, war music or, or something like that. Not pop music. <laughs> Definitely not the Spice Girls. <laughs> you know, now, now what would it be today? Like Cardi B? <laughs> I, I don't know. Wet, it's wet-ass pussy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Are they playing WAP? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'll give it a four. That'd mean the mom loving that song would be very strange. <laughs> um, now, the Academy's Biggest Night was the other night. In the past. The Academy's Biggest Night? Yeah. My parents had sex. <laughs> Congratulations! I forgot. I forgot about that part. <laughs> I can't believe no one was talking. Like when I came to work, I, there's people at work that watch the, the Oscars, and nobody was talking about that. And I'm like, how are you not talking about the most awkward part that could have been made for someone's parents oh, <laughs> in the Oscars? The, the first Ever. half. The first half was the funny, light-hearted wackiness where you're like, oh, that's kind of funny, and the mom will be like, what the. And then smack the boy the next time he sees him, but laugh about it. And then there was the supporting actress, uh, that one. Her speech was great. Uh, where were you? Young, young Zheng Yao from Minari. Her speech where she was like, Brad Pitt, where were you on the filming of Minari? Well, she was adorable. And she was, her speech was adorable. And then it just got to the second half, where it was a wacky sort of event. The, the in memoriam was like on fast forward. Like, you couldn't read the names. There was three of us down here, like, uh, 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 like, it was, it was going so fast. And we were like, whoa. I don't remember them now. <laughs> you, you weren't here at that no, point. No, I, I had to leave at that point. Yeah. So it was just, if we were just watching, we're like, it's on super speed. And then they decide to do the best picture, not last, because I think the producers were expecting Chadwick Boseman to win. So they wanted to put the best actor award for last. To like maybe ABC had a montage that they were going to play afterward to be like, look, Chadwick Boseman, because we're ABC and we have Black Panther footage, so we made a package with Chadwick Boseman to be like, look, congratulations and all that stuff. And then we do Best Picture in the before those, and I go, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, did I miss awards? <laughs> and then Nomadland wins, and we're like, okay, I was expecting that. And then we go and we have two more awards, and I'm like, what? And then we come back, we do the best actress, and Frances McDermott wins, and everyone's expecting a long speech. She gets up there and goes, thanks. And walks off! <laughs> awesome. I mean... And uh, so I said, Brittany, she stole your speech? Because <laughs> Brittany was like, I want to do a short and sweet speech. And she walked up there and was like, thanks. And then it's pretty much just walked off the stage. She said what she wanted to say with the Nomadland, because she got the, the director let her talk for Nomadland, uh... not expecting her to win. I'm assuming, because no one was expecting these last two awards to go the way they went. So, she got up and said her speech, which was, everyone should go to the movies and see these on the big screen. Big screens was where these movies were designed. Go see them on the theater. I said, everyone shut up. <laughs> I said, this woman's speaking the truth. <laughs> <laughs> She's saying, go to the movies. Speak. <laughs> but then she got up for her other award and was like, thanks, and left. Okay, and then Joaquin Phoenix walks up. Oh no! And I go. 
Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, something's going to happen. Because it's Joaquin Phoenix. Last time he spoke, it was crazy oh. nonsensical. It still made no sense what he was saying, and all he was doing was reading a teleprompter. So... And then, so we're listing out the names, and then there's people in the audience, and then there's just a picture of Anthony Hopkins because he's because he didn't want to be in a location live. He wanted to be on Zoom, and the rule for the Oscars was no Zoom. They didn't want Zoom oh, at all. So Anthony Hopkins said, "Okay, no Zoom. I'm not coming." Huh? He's like, "I don't want to be around. I don't blame him. He's an 85 year old man." Right. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so he said, I'm not going to come. Expecting he's not going to win. <laughs> and then there's, so, they then open the card, and they go, uh, Anthony Hopkins for the father, and for the cabbie like to graciously accept the award. Good night! And then the credits roll. <laughs> and we're like... They're <laughs> just like, all like, what? I'm like, I'm like, somebody... Fucked up. <laughs> that was supposed to go Chadwick Boseman. Someone, someone, no. It, no. It, it, it went to the right person. Like, no. like, as far as it goes, those two should like one of those two does like. I'm not mad about either of them. If one of them had won, I would have been like, cool. Like Anthony Hopkins winning was great because his performance was astounding. Like he deserved it too, but it just was so. They everybody was expecting Chadwick Boseman to win, so I think it didn't go the way they wanted to. And they didn't know what to do then. Because they were ready to be like, okay, play package. Play things from, like, Chadwick Boseman's family that we got. Or something they had ready. Because for some reason, we put that one last. (laughs) And then it didn't go the way they thought it would go, so they were like, what do we do? Cut to black! (laughs) (laughs) And And ads! And, uh, uh, good night! <laughs> so, and the problem was, so then we'd find out later on after the Academy Awards, Olivia Coleman was supposed to accept the award for, for Anthony Hopkins because she was live at, in, um, Britain or somewhere. She was live in Britain, oh. wherever they were. So she was live in that backup station, in, like, somewhere in Britain. And she was going, supposed to accept the award, and she, they didn't because I, they were 100% expecting Chadwick Boseman to win. So something, it, it was just weird. And then Anthony Hopkins the next day said, said to put a speech on Twitter. He's like, I'm so happy that I won an award. I'm now the oldest Oscar winner to win Best Actor. He's like, this is a strange a strange life I've led. And they would like, he thanked Chadwick Boseman. He's like, he was, a, he was a great actor. His performances were amazing. It's like, that's just how it all went. So, it like... It was it was in, it was just an interesting Oscars. I would never, as far as it goes, from the times I've started to care about the Oscars with everybody else, and we've all gone to the parties and enjoyed our times with that stuff. This was the worst. I drink. This was the worst, <laughs> in my opinion. But as far as everybody goes for choosing things, Elijah won. Ken lost. I lose. Tyler was second. Nope. Minari, my Minari train did not Tyler was carry not second. me anywhere. Oh. What? Tyler tied for third. Dylan got second. Oh, I didn't realize we were including <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. I said I would include Dylan. Dylan. Can we not then include Dylan? Then why is he not here? Uh, because he said so. Because he's a bitch. And he doesn't count. Okay. Tyler, you got second. Tyler, you and Lewis got second because you both tied. <laughs> All right. 
I can accept that. Was Nami six. and Lewis. Nami and Lewis have to death fight. Granted, Lewis also wasn't here for the picking, so he did get to pick some that we doubled that we doubled up. That's on. fair. <laughs> and then Ken got two. Ken, yes. you want to know what one of yours was? When you rode the Mank train for production design. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I just thought that the most entertaining thing. I went, Ken's the only one that got yeah. that right. Because and the one I wanted train. to pick for her, for Sound of Metal, you fucking stole from me like an asshole. His <laughs> name is Sound of Metal. <laughs> Come on. You're like, that's mine! <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. <laughs> I think I said that. <laughs> but it was... It was a fun little night, like here, not the Oscars in general. I no, I, the food. So Elijah, where did you get the food from? Chili's. That all came from Chili's. Damn, that was good. <laughs> Everything was Chili's. <laughs> why? Why do I not like eating the Chili's? I have no idea why I don't like eating the Chili's, but I think I like eating the Chili's. You should now. like eating the Chili's. That was delicious. The the, 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 the mini sliders were great. The yeah, those burgers corn were really was freaking good. delicious. They don't heat up good. I'll tell you that much because I just oh, ate no, they're, I, they're I just ate those today and they are they're not too good. tiny. So, uh, but the corn uh, was delicious. What else? What else did I have? The Southwest egg roll. I love those damn things. Mm-hmm. That was good. The Cajun chicken pasta is one of my stand is one of my standbys. That's why we ordered it. I didn't. I'm not it's a big pasta good. fan. I'm sorry. Well, it's well, tragic. That, on that note, we're going to go to. Oh, for everybody that would like to know, our next movie you all voted for in the sequel off. I hate everybody that voted for freaking uh, Homeward Bound <laughs> Two, which helped cause that one to almost win. <laughs> that would have been awful. I'd have, I'd have been really upset at somebody. I, I would have been. I thought no one would pick it, so I you, put it. You up. give them the opportunity to torture us. You gave them the memes to troll. I said you there. asked the internet to do something. They did. They picked Tron. The, sometimes the trolls win, Elijah. <laughs> so our listeners pick Tron Legacy as our next movie, so we're doing Tron Legacy next week. I think I'm going to watch it outside. There you go. Cool. Now I got my projector up. I'm real excited for that, by the way. Cool. There you go. It looked good. It did. That, with that photo. And that uh, I was, when I threw the sheet on the ground, because I wanted to see what it looked like on the, the side of the garage without the sheet. The sheet helps, but mm. I got to move it a little bit closer. But it's that time of night, everybody. It's that time of night. Time of night. It's that 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 time of night to go to www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Email us. It's thepostermanpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostermanpod. Instagram, thepostermanpodcast. Facebook, thepostermanpodcast. Letterboxd, thepostermanpod. It's that time. Did I get that right? It's that time I did get it right. Awesome. Um, we also are on YouTube as the Posterman. It's that time of night. It's that time of night. The YouTube it was that time of night. It was that time of night. The YouTube. The YouTube. The YouTube. YouTube's starting to become a little bit more active again. i got to get Elijah's videos up now that I've got the lists of songs. Because I need those. Um... So we should have was Southland Tales and Southland Tales and Game Plan. Game Plan. 
up Yet there. again, you forgot about the game plan, like well, you did you, on Southland Tales. I can't read half of what you wrote here. Luckily, I can read the song names. Yeah, because I tried to write those. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So we got two Phasmophobia videos up. Um, Southland Tales game plan will be up. And uh, when... Are you doing a Wayne's World video? It's rendering as we speak. And Wayne's World video, and then probably there will be a... Which, I don't know, we'll talk about this after. But it's, at some point, we still plan on doing the soda tasting thing. We're going to dangle that in front of you like a carrot forever. Yep, that's how we roll here on the Poster Podcast. That's how we roll here. We do stuff eventually. We'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Commandos, fall in! <laughs>